And welcome back to the Diz Dads Podcast Plus. I'm your host, Aaron Ripmaster. And with me tonight in the man cave are my trusty co-hosts, Tim Hicks. Hello, Governor. And Willie Crocker. Hey, welcome back. And tonight on the show, we're going to be talking about character meet and greets at Walt Disney World, specifically our favorites. Uh, We're going to divide this into two categories face characters and costume characters and talk about our favorites in each category as we celebrate the return to, you know, up close and personal uh, character meet and greets uh, all across Disney properties. But before we get into that, we do need to very quickly thank our podcast sponsors. Uh, These folks make the Diz Dads podcast plus possible. We'd like to thank Wicked Mouse Travel and Mouse Master Travel each of which is an authorized Disney vacation planner. They'd love to help make sure your family gets your ideal Disney vacation experience. And that means having that conversation with you about what characters your kids are really interested in meeting and helping you work those things into your travel plans to get down to that level of detail. If that's the assistance you need, you can check them out at their respective websites, wickedmousetravel.com and mousemastertravel.com. All right, guys, character meet and greets are coming back. Um, the announcement says they come back starting as we're recording this on April 17th, tomorrow in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, and characters will begin, you know, interfacing directly with guests. They'll be signing autographs again. They've said it's going to be phased in, and we still don't know what entirely that means. We don't know what the phases are. But we thought, hey, with the character meet and greets coming back in that, format that it was a good a good time as good a time as any to kind of go through our lists of our favorites so let's start with our top five face character meet and greets those characters who you know yeah they wear makeup yeah they wear costumes and things but they they don't have the the you know big head costume kind of stuff so tim who you is to go your first? favorite <laughs> face cool. character? I get to go first. Great. My favorite face character is Cinderella. I'll tell you a little story about Cinderella. Um, when my youngest son was only like, uh, I want to say four years old, uh, we went to Magic Kingdom and he was convinced that Cinderella was just his girlfriend. You know, <laughs> she was just all that. And um, he was, we got to, uh, we got to the Magic Kingdom. And we had dinner resis at um, at uh, uh, Cinderella's royal table. And when we went in there, Cinderella wasn't there, and he was just all disappointed. And, but you know, sure enough, before we went up to our table, she did come in. So she, you know, he got to go see her, and he was all shy and everything. But um, that was an experience. Well, the next day we were in Magic Kingdom again, and um, 
were like, okay, well, what do you want to do? And he wanted to go to um, uh, the Toontown fairs and, and, and see Cinderella again. And we thought, oh, this is a bad idea because it's probably not going to be the same person. It could be a real letdown. Uh, we walk into the tent where uh, Cinderella is, and she just gets up, drops down on her knees and goes, Master Parker, and throws her arms out <laughs> at him. And he was just, he was in heaven. And the fact that she you know, remembered his name. How many, how many people do you know these characters meet in a day? But you know, she remembered his name, called him by name, and made it just the most magic experience I think we've ever had. That's fantastic. That's really cool. Like really cool. Yeah, that that's stuff for commercials, you know. <laughs> does Parker remember that? He does. Oh, good. He does because we keep reminding him. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He had, he had a Cinderella nightlight for a while. He finally outgrew that. Oh, <laughs> it was awesome. He was so cute. All right. Uh, well, so Willie, you heard Tim's number one. What What's your the top of your list? I can't top that story. I mean that. I have to Pretty admit, great story. I know my number one is Mary Poppins. I have never found her to not be spot on all the time. Like anytime you like see her, it's like full on, you know, just Julie Andrews, like ready there. Like here I am. And it's always great to see because it's a huge smile. Like just ready and i just love it and my son even agreed with me we went to dinner tonight together and it was just he's like yeah mary poppins always has that on which isn't you know we all have bad days so so i can't i I don't have a story like tim's that i could no but that's a great example and and frankly i'm gonna gonna kind of play off of that because for me it really is about the the experience and the encounter as much as it is anything else. And so um, in a somewhat similar vein, I'm going to go with um, Lady Tremaine. My kids, I mean, for Michaela, she would still look forward to meeting Lady Tremaine into her teens because the interactions were so much fun and so relaxed and so natural. Um, and I like that one in particular as a, a meet and greet opportunity because it's one of the few left that still tends to occur sort of less structured fashion, right? It's one of those ones that that she and the girls, you know, she and the Wicked Stepsisters come and hang out around the carousel in the morning often in the Magic Kingdom. And so it just has a very different feel than a lot of the other character meet and greets. And it's that that natural, genuine exchange that I love so much because it really does, I think, fit. It makes the Magic Kingdom come alive um, in ways that, you know, a more structured, get in line, wait your turn kind of, of uh, meet and greet, you know, it just doesn't, doesn't feel as alive. Well, I mean, I've seen the, the morning times, you know, when you're at the Magic Kingdom and the characters are just everywhere. It's so cool just to see, you know, I mean, I don't want to ruin my next one, but, you know, it's there's something there about how they interact and bring the magic out at 738 o'clock in the morning. Sure. Well, why don't you go ahead and give us your, your number two then? My number two is the Mad Hatter. And 
it's he's right on the edge. I guess he counts because he's he he doesn't cover. Well, he talked to my son, and we rode in the um the spin around the teacups. Yeah, we rode with him when he was young. He doesn't remember it. Okay, okay. But I remember it because I was like, oh my god, this is like so crazy. And it was when they used to do the extra morning Mm -hmm. magic hours just in like fantasy land. Right, right. And it was just so fun. I mean, it was, you know, he didn't do anything cool with the kids besides ride with us. But, you know, I have the pictures and everything and, else. And that's pretty cool by itself. <laughs> right. And he didn't know, he didn't even know who he was. Because, like, right. you know, that, that, too, that's not a movie of three-year-old watches. Right. right. He didn't know Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> right. So, but it was so cool because we saw, like, all these characters and they were like, hey, I'm coming in with you. And we're like, okay, cool. This is really fun. Wow, that might have actually gotten me to ride teacups because normally I opt out <laughs> right. of that one. It's many rides like I love that. teacups. Not me. Yeah. All right. Well, my number two is uh, I'm going to shift to a more more modern princess, and this is because her interactions again are so great. And um, I'm going to go with Merida. Maybe not as well known oh, as some yeah. of the other princesses. She doesn't generally get to do her meet and greets in the castle but she has such a great way of connecting with the kids um you know especially the anybody who who comes in and visits her with red hair all of a sudden is a cousin and you know uh or other close relative she just has so much fun with them and um again i love the the informality of it how light she is with them and and how engaging she is and meets them kind of with whatever their interest is like if they're if they're meeting her because they want to meet a princess then she plays up the princess if they're meeting her because they love the fact that she's kind of a tomboy and an archer and into all that stuff then she plays up that stuff how about you tim what's number two on that's, your list that's, that's pretty cool well i was gonna say yeah, because she's usually over there by the um, side of the castle, isn't she? Well, she's been moved around quite a bit. I'm going to be interested to see where they put her as things come back, because hopefully she'll get a little more permanent spot. But yeah, right. more real um, estate. Yeah, yeah my, you have to kind of figure out where they're putting her. And yeah, you took Lady Tremaine, but my pick is uh, seeing the stepsisters at Park 1900 Fair. Oh, they're, they're they interact so well, and they're just so much fun. And, and they pick on all the guys, myself included, the kids included. <laughs> and it's just a really fun experience. And, and they're not as uh, not as ugly as the ones in the movie. But, you know, they're, they're just a lot of fun, uh, the way they interact. And, but they know. also know how to pick the people in the crowd that don't want to react, but need to react. Yes, yes. They're not Very, looking for the person to be on TV. They're looking for the person that wants to be like on the radio, you know, where they don't want to be the star, but they want to be close well, enough. Yeah. Well, and, and I'll give them credit too, bonus credit for recognizing the difference between reluctant and just not wanting to do that. Right. Not because that, no. my kids are a perfect example of that my daughter loves the interactions with the characters and that's her favorite thing. My son, on the other hand, you know, wants nothing to do with characters. Um, he just, that kind of interaction really freaks him out. Um, and they'll approach and they'll 
you know, give that one initial gentle attempt to engage. And if the kid doesn't bite, if the kid's not interested, then they do a really good job of smoothly transitioning away without making the kid feel guilty about it or, or feeling bad about it and just move on. They're really good at that. Really yeah. good at what they do. They read the room really well. And that's, what's huge. I think that's a good way to put it. Yes. Uh, so let's see, I guess I'm the one who hasn't gone first in a round yet. So I'll go with um, my number three face character. Cool. Um, and you know, this one, it starts to get a little harder now, right? Cause to me, the face characters at a certain point start getting a little generic. Um, but I think that number three on my list is uh, going to be Gaston, where he meets over by the the uh, you know the by, by the, the water fountain by the yeah the tavern yeah. the tavern by, and the right, restroom by, by the restrooms yep. next to the tavern the um, really nice but, restrooms yeah <laughs> um, he, he just he has again it's it's another one where it's very natural very engaging unfortunately you know that's one of the characters that's managed to get himself in trouble sometimes with disney because you know those interactions uh-huh. um mm-hmm. there's a, a i guess it's easy to take it too far um yes touchy feely well it's not touchy feely it's um apparently so there was one who used to do um push-up contests push-up contests yes right well he got in trouble with disney because um the push-up contests damage and get the costume dirty and were really expensive. And so they told him he had to stop and he didn't. Oh, so he got fired. <laughs> but, Oops. you know, even without the push-ups, right. It, they, he still does such a great job of being everything that, you know, <laughs> he is the, he, he plays the anti-hero to the hilt. Right. I mean, the pompous, the just totally, you know, this is my area. And right. This look what I have here. And it right. just adds so much to the weird area because it's a art shop, a bathroom, and a little bit of a tavern that doesn't <laughs> serve alcohol. Right. <laughs> they serve LeFou's brew, which is awesome. Right. It's <laughs> apple juice. <laughs> yeah, frozen apple juice with a toasted marshmallow topping. Topping. Right. It's amazing. So. We were just talking about that yesterday. Yum. Yeah. All right. Well, Willie, what's number three for you? Number three for me is Peter Pan. Oh, good one. Does a great job. Usually right over by Pirates of the Caribbean. Literally, they never come out of character. Always talking about, well, we're going to Neverland in just a minute. We just need to find Wendy, John. We don't know where anyone is. It's so, like, spot on. And then they see, you know, Captain Hook and them doing their show and they like freak out like where it's like, right, it's right. just, it's just a show and they're so fun to watch. And the characters look dead on like they the, re- sometimes they really do. Yeah. Like the red hair with the spike and the, you know, the, not the spike, but the tip up and right, everything right. else. And I'm like, this is like a spot on character. I will never forget when we went with, uh, for Michaela's trip that she went on um, as her, her bat mitzvah celebration trip. And she brought uh, her best friend with her on the trip who'd never been before. And um, when, when, you know, her friend was very much a, a kind of, you know, trying to, to be 
a tween, you know, <laughs> aloof above it all, whatever. Um, you know, right, right up until they were about to, you know, go meet Peter Pan. And then all of a sudden she was just giddy and she could not help herself. And it was so much fun seeing her meet Peter Pan and Don't you seeing love that him, you know, staying in character for her and really, you know, it, it, that, that encounter by itself in a lot of ways kind of made the trip for me. Well, because that's like, I mean, I remember it so many times where the staying in character was so powerful. Right. The, right. the, the kids, even if they didn't know the whole story or the movie, they knew that was Peter Pan. Yeah. And that's all Peter Pan knew. You know, it was, it wasn't, you know, I mean, like some of the characters were like, you're so cute and this and that. It was so amazing. <laughs> all right. So who's, who's uh, number three on your list, Tim? Um, this one is just a, a personal favorite. Now, um, Willie already picked Mad Hatter, but I'm picking Alice because I've always had a little thing for Alice ever since I was <laughs> little, right? And um, I'll tell the story and I'll probably get in trouble for doing so, but um, my wife and I did, uh, ha- had our honeymoon in Disney World. And so we were there on um, the not-so-scary Mickey's Halloween party. And, um, you know, we were... Uh, we ran into Alice and the Mad Hatter and I was like, Oh, you know, I went all fanboy and everything. And um, so, you know, we're going to have our picture taken by the, uh, by the camera guy there. And um, I waited and he, he counted down three, two, one. And just as he snaps the picture, I turned and gave her a kiss on the cheek. (laughs) (laughs) And she did not break character at all. She was like, Oh my goodness. And Matt Hatter's like, what, what happened? He kissed me. But well, of course he, he you know, he's, he, uh, so I would kiss you too, but he's a boy. Well, I'm a boy too. I mean, she just never, ever broke character in that whole experience. It was hilarious. That's yeah. so cool. Should not do things it's... like that. Don't encourage people to do that. No, 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 no. no, no, no it's no. downright no. creepy. Alice is 12. Yeah, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> you were 14. It was okay. You were still in middle during school. Your, during your 40s, it's probably not okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I have that picture. I prize that picture. Oh, of course. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Willie, I think we're, we're back around to you for number four. Number four, it comes right at Magic Kingdom again, and it's the Fairy Godmother. She is so, so good. And she's another one that remembers people. Right. I I hope she comes back. Like, I'm sure you have stories, Tim. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I've got a really good story on this one. Yes. Again, this was this was our honeymoon and our very first night there. Uh, we were at Cinderella's Royal Table, and I was wearing my groom shirt, and she was wearing her bride shirt. And uh, Fairy Godmother walks around and is like, "Oh, you just got? When did you get married? Oh, and of course, the date's on the shirt. Oh, we just got married yesterday." And she's like, "You just got married yesterday? What are you doing here?" <laughs> and I just said, "You got to come up for air sometime." <laughs> she has to walk to the next table really quickly. <laughs> yeah, moving on. <laughs> <sighs> you know, fairy godmother is great because she's she's like the flip side of the wicked stepmother right in a lot of ways correct it's it's yep. a very similar kind of interaction it's just the pure sweetness and light as opposed to the dark and cynical uh stepmother 
and and she interacts with the kids so well and most of them don't know really who she is which i like even more they see a character and they run up to her but it's not like oh my god this is the coolest it's just there's someone over there i want my picture taken with her right right yeah well i think for me number four on my list is going to be i'm going to going to switch parks here a little bit because we spent a lot of time in magic kingdom understandably but um I, i'm going to pick up with a, a face character um in in disney's hollywood studios um and i'm going to go with ray in uh galaxy's oh, edge oh good one yeah um you know even even while they had to do distanced greetings ray has been fantastic um you know especially i love the way that she really does reach out to uh, especially little girls who are are dressed up right who are are doing the the sort of you know disney bounding in star wars gear um you know and and really including them right in the in the star wars you know, atmosphere. And, and she does such a good job of, of at, at the same time, sort of maintaining the immersion of galaxy's edge while also, uh, you know, managing a, a fairly structured meet and greet area where, you know, they try and move people through pretty quickly. I think that's a great pick. You're absolutely right. She's, she is something else. And they they must have some special school where they where they train people how to do this stuff. I mean, it's one thing. Oh, absolutely. There's no question. Two hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to, to get the you know get the likeness down, but to get the mannerisms and and the, just the way they conduct themselves, uh, all of them that we've talked about. Um. So you're calling yeah, actually. My next my, one? Well, I, I do want to share before we move away from this. So my favorite, uh, Michaela's last interaction with Ray was fantastic because you know Mi- Michaela was in the full full gear, right? She loves to cosplay, um, and <laughs> the best was her interaction with Ray because Ray noticed that um, you know Michaela had almost the same outfit that she had on, except Michaela had pockets, and so she was pockets. just completely you know going ape over the fact that oh, I love your pockets. How did you find those pockets? <laughs> and it was just a That's fun awesome. little interaction, but you know, so genuine and so much fun. Very cool. Well, it's just so like they, they play along so easily and yeah. they know they, they they basically bamboozle people sometimes because they don't <laughs> like they're not ready for those questions. Yeah, yeah. You're like, how do you have this? What are you talking about? Like, because <laughs> you know, pockets are in most pants or in right. shirts, or and you just back away, and next thing you know, it's there well, we are. Where she right. came from? <laughs> right, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, what's uh, what's number four for you, Willie? Five. Oh, five. Or did, did Tim? Did, did you do Tim four? Have four? No, I didn't give you a four. Okay, that's where oh, I messed okay. up. So, yeah, Tim, that's what's okay. your four? My four is in Epcot, um, and it is Jasmine. Uh, and I had a tough time picking between Aladdin and Jasmine, but you know, Jasmine is just such a fantastic princess, uh, and how she uh, how she uh, acts and interacts. Now, uh, Aladdin. Uh, we took our, our our picture with him. Aladdin decides to go back to back with me with both of our uh, both of us having our arms crossed. It was just very cool. But she was another really great interaction. 
Yeah, that's a that's a great one. Um, you want to go ahead and get us started on the number fives? Number five is hard for me because they're sisters. Ah, you got to pick and one. And they're in Epcot. And I think I go with Elsa. And I would go with Anna. <laughs> I know, right? And, and and like I'm like, well, do I want Anna? But like, they're both so really good over in Epcot, over in um, Norway, where they play along. And if you have certain clothes on, they'll talk to you about those clothes, like what we were going over earlier. Or if you talk about Olaf, or if you talk about Kristoff, you know, they literally get involved with the show, which is so fun to like, just see instead of just like, you know, where you go up and give them a hug and get your picture and your autograph move on. Yeah, no, I think that's a a great point. And and I love the fact that, you know, each take one and (laughs) that takes care of your five, Um, you know, I'm going to actually go with another um, Epcot face character for my fifth slot. And I'm going to, go you know just down the way a little bit to mulan um Ooh. just because for for if for no other reason then she's a, a much rarer character you don't really find her other places um nearly you know very often at all and um it's it's just a really nice meet and greet with her in, in china it's really low-key it's um not you know i don't know it just seems um Again, I'm a big fan of these meet and greets that are a little more natural, a little less staged, a little more relaxed. Um, and the only exception is one that we haven't talked about at all because it's part of a attraction that's, you know, essentially been closed since COVID started. And, and so, you know, as we start talking in a minute about um, uh, costume characters, I, I don't want to get to that really without at least talking briefly about, in a lot of ways, the best meet and greet that was ever created for Walt Disney world. And that was enchanted tales with bell, which I totally agree. And I didn't bring her up because exactly. It's not there. Right. Like you can meet the beast still. You can't touch him. You can't do, but there's no bell. I wonder if she's coming back. You know, we have to figure the, the question then becomes at what point, right. They're bringing back all these other character meet and greets. Does that mean that Enchanted Tales with Belle will be back as well? And we don't know. We have no clue. And they've never said anything about it. No. So and we'll the building just... is still there. So there's no reason. And they, they certainly spent money on outfitting that building and the fantastic, uh, you know, oh effect at the beginning as you're entering. I don't want to ruin it, but. No, it's so, just, you know. It's a can't miss, honestly. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like but, if you see 45 minutes or less, get in line. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I tell people all the time, it's like, it's one of those attractions that back in the days of Fast Pass, right? It was, uh, whether you think you need it or not, just get the Fast Pass. Get, it was a home get, run. Get the ticket. Right. Yep. Right. And but, I don't think we should move on either without uh, talking about everybody's favorite photo, and that's Snow White. Um, it's like. Anytime we have a, a DDCC there, you're going to see pictures of the guys all hanging out with Snow White. Uh, I know I've taken more than my fair share of uh, photos with Snow White. She's just, she, it's, yes, it's a little more staged, but it's still a really good interaction. So uh, that's my honorable mention. 
That's fair enough. I mean, Snow White was never a favorite of mine just because I, I know that she's the the sort of original, right, animated character. But, you know, maybe I'm a blasphemer, but I happen to think that that both Snow White and Sleeping Beauty are really not very good movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, For differing, differing reasons. <laughs> they're also almost 100 years old now. Right. <laughs> I mean, this is what I'm saying. It's, it's just there. Sleeping Beauty in particular, it's a whole other story. I mean, Aurora can be a nice character to meet, but, but you know, she's the title character and she has like three lines in her whole movie. Um, and, and she basically had a, a, you know, her personality excised uh, in order to have the movie made. So whatever. Um, wow. <laughs> well, true. You're not lying. Um, okay. Well, let's, let's move aside from that. So we went through and then we've talked about, um, you know, 15 plus right already, but, Costume characters are a whole nother game. And, you know, I think we've speculated at least that there's a good chance that we might see costume characters more commonly, at least than face characters initially, just because costume characters, because they've got that costume on, they can continue to, to wear a mask underneath. They can protect themselves in ways that face characters, you know, really can't. So um, if, if we look at the costumed characters, you know, there's some some really interesting opportunities. And one of the things about costume characters, too, is I think even more than face characters, there are costume characters that you, you just don't see commonly. You know they're there because they appear, you know, for certain special occasions or whatever, but they just don't come out very often. And I think that as we're going through our top lists, we need to be careful because it's easy to sort of fall in love with the ones that you only see once every couple of years, Right. But I think we want to balance that with the ones that you're more likely to actually get a chance to encounter. Uh, so with that long-winded introduction, um, <laughs> Willie, why don't you get us started with the costume characters? Well, I mean, I'm going to go with the number one, and it's not even a question. It's goofy. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better character. Always on spot. Never misses a beat. Oh, well, he probably misses a beat once in a while because he's goofy. But, <laughs> you know, I mean... Overall, always, always so much fun. And he's my number one. Like, it wouldn't be a Distead show if it wasn't goofy, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so Sorry. But that's right. we, get, we get goofy from Willie as a, a number one. It makes perfect sense. I can certainly see it. Um, Tim, who's the number one costume character for you? My number one is actually a pair. Uh, it's Jose and Panchito. Uh, you can see, catch them outside of Mexico in Epcot. Um, they were so much fun. Again, going back to um, my honeymoon, this is when we had the, the most character interactions that we've ever had. Um, they saw that, you know, uh, we were just married. We were wearing our buttons and stuff. Well, they just made a big old play on my on my wife. They had each one of them grabbed one of her arms and they were about to pull her in half. That's where they were. <laughs> they were both like, nope, she's coming with me. Nope, she's coming with me. I'm like, guys, see see that button right there? See this button right here? She belongs to me. So that was that was really a fun interaction. Even though nobody's speaking, you, you they were speaking without speaking. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I, you don't see them all the time, but when they're there, the line is huge. Like enormous. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, my favorite we haven't seen for a while, and and I hope that we see him again when, uh, you know, when they start bringing these characters back, because 
is always one of my favorite meet and greet opportunities. And I'm going to go with over in Hollywood Studios, Darth Vader. Vader was a fantastic meet and greet. Um, I I took a a special Mm -hmm. personal great joy in in meeting him on Father's Day. Um, (laughs) It was always fun. But, uh, you know, he just had a a great, it was a great attitude. It was a great, and look, even when they swapped him out for Kylo Ren, you know, if I've got to say, you know, I didn't enjoy that one as much only because I don't enjoy Kylo Ren as a character as much, but true. He's a, uh, you know, it, it, it it worked almost as well. Um, Just a fantastic experience. Um, And I mean, really like I had a lot of customers and clients that said Darth Vader did a great job Mm -hmm. entertaining my kids and teaching them about, what like why to watch the movies and why well, to and know. that was the interesting thing i noticed um when they switched it from vader to kylo ren kids were much more afraid of kylo ren well i mean he's scarier looking well in that movie it, is more and his his demeanor was scarier right yes, yes. when we were you there know, i mean his whole attitude was more of an inquisitor while as vader you know vader was a tough guy but but uh Kylo Ren was was a downright inquisitor. He was he was coming after people. Yeah, when we were there, that's exactly our, our experience in February when we were there. He w- he was you know doing his little stage show, and he was he was seriously intimidating little kids, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. Yeah, but, it's the time the kids have like a lightsaber in their hand or something, right? Right. But, yeah, I mean it's cool. <laughs> Well, um, let's see. I guess we should go back to Tim for a number two uh, costume character. All right. Um, I'm going to go with the stormtroopers. They are so much fun to interact with. And they'll, you know, they have been known to take people to jail, quote unquote. And especially if you do things like, you know, say things to them like, hey, those costumes make your butt look big or, you know. Uh, to the spires or whatever, you know, so there you can you can interact with those guys, even though they're costumed. They've got their recorded, they've got their recorded things that uh, that you know that they'll spit back to you. I, in, in fact, I think uh, one of the, the interactions I had, I said uh, to the spires, and they and the one turned around and looked at me and says, "That would be a hard no." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they will definitely interact with you. Yeah, I've might- seen them do a lot of good things in the parks. When we were getting our milk, um, Aaron, right, they were right. talking, they were harassing people yep, like yep. left and right. And it was pretty funny to watch. Yeah. Um, my favorite was, uh, <laughs> uh, again, it was the bat mitzvah trip, but um, Michaela had a, a fantastic um, uh r2d2 dress that she was wearing and so of course mm-hmm. you know the the stormtroopers came over to harass her um but, but michaela turned to the trooper and waved her hand and said these are not the droids you're looking for wow good perfect. for her yes <laughs> and they were that's a just great they should have yeah so she, she she can play along and they and the good thing is they played along exactly Exactly. They knew exactly what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, they, they do. And it's just, it's, it's great. It's fun. 
that's a great example of kind of a group. Um, and my, my second, uh, I don't have a second costume yet. character. Oh, okay. You're going to, okay. Yeah. yeah it's my Sorry. turn for two. I jumped. You jumped did. The, it's Aaron's um, turn. My turn. Uh, my number two costume character is the character that is the one character in all of Walt Disney world that my son will interact with. Um, and that gets bonus points all on its own. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's stitch. We've had encounters with stitch in several different parks and in several different places. We've had encounters with stitch in Ohana. We've had encounters with stitch in Disney's animal kingdom. We've had uh, encounters with stitch in magic kingdom. Every place we encounter him, it's been fantastic. Um, I don't know what it is, but for whatever reason, it's the one character that John will, you know, get along with, will interact with. And um, I mean, I, I tell this story all the time, but um, our first trip, he was three years old and he had a great trip. He loved the trip, but he hid from characters. He either, you know, pulled the, the, um, the shade on his stroller over his face, over him so that they couldn't see him or he would hide under the table. Um, you know, he just didn't want anything to do with characters. And our last day in Magic Kingdom, we're pushing him in a stroller and we're just kind of walking across, you know, going towards Space Mountain. And all of a sudden, he jumps out of his stroller and dashes off. What the heck? Where, you know, yeah, well, what's going on? Like, where's my kid going? And we look up and he'd seen Stitch in Tomorrowland, just kind of walking across. And he just made a beeline. He ran straight for Stitch and <laughs> threw his arms around him. Right. You know, I mean, it was like a, a tackle hug almost. And felt bad for the cast member. <laughs> I had, you know, imagine he had to, you know, yes, John was a, a, a bit of a chunk of a three-year-old. So right. Can't but I mean, easy. at the same time, that um, that was my number two. Uh-huh. I mean, he is we've never like you said had a bad interaction with stitch no matter where it is like yeah. it's fun well, interactive he was great with him in magic kingdom i gotta say the the best we ever saw was when he was in animal kingdom with lilo oh did you ever see the two of them we, together i don't think we got with my kids i mean i probably did it but I mean, the kids meeting the two of them together was so awesome because even though they don't speak, right? They're constantly right, characters, of course. So they don't talk yeah, at yeah. all, but they were so expressive. And well, they would do the move their arms. Right. And, right. They, would and they were so interactive. And so, um, you know, we, I had printed up for my kids, um, like instead of doing an autograph book, mm -hmm. I'd done note cards. And the note cards had a little picture of a character. And then. Oh, so you hand them, them the. Right. Exactly. So you just hand them their card. Well, Stitch was, you know, so impressed with, you know, oh, he was excited. It was his picture on the card and nah, nah, and he was so excited. And then he was taunting Lilo, right? Showing Lilo. It's me. I got not this. Here. So then yeah. my daughter pulls out the Lilo card. Oh, God. <laughs> and oh, he hands funny. it to Lilo. <laughs> Made made the day, and Stitch probably didn't know what to do because they were hilarious. The two yeah. of them, uh, yeah, because you know now all of a sudden Stitch was was insulted because he wasn't unique, right? He was second tier <laughs> <laughs> again. <laughs> but you know those interactions were just so great, and and what, well, like I said, the biggest thing is how expressive they could be with 
the uh you know no no voice used at all right i mean because i've been to ohana many times and the breakfast is good but if you don't have like stitch and the characters it's just a boring meal right i mean it's just bacon eggs and waffles right and i try to tell that to people is is bacon ever boring it's not boring Uh, but at fifty six dollars, you know, right, it needs to be more. Um, right. I mean, the thing about it is, I think Stitch is so much better when he has another character to play off of. Right. That, I think that's what made the Animal Kingdom one so great. But you know, that seems to be gone. I, I don't expect that we'll see that back. Um, but I'm hopeful that it. you know maybe we'll get Lilo joining him in Magic Kingdom or something because they, like I said, they were so much fun together. And who knows what's coming back? I mean, there might be all, um, you know, non-face characters coming back for the next two months. Well, right. You know, I mean, we could just have extras and extras here. Right. So Willie and I agree with Stitch as number two. Um, What's number two for you, Tim? Okay. Um, My number two, and it goes exactly back to what you were saying, is Chip and Dale, because they do play off of each other. you usually you can encounter them in the garden grill in Epcot. Um, but yeah, they, even though they're, they're, you know, they're wearing their full uh, character costume, they still find a way to communicate without ever saying anything, but, but having those to, to play off of each other is a really fun time. It's, it's fun to watch them do that. Um, so Tim, that was your number two. Why don't you go ahead and wrap us around with your number three? Oh, let me see. Okay. Nobody has yet mentioned the main man. And that would be Mickey Mouse. Um, he really, maybe he should have been at the top of the list. I don't know. But you know, the fact that um, he can do so much more than any of the other um, non-face characters can do in terms of moving his eyes and even some in some instance, instances talking. Um uh, and and he's right there. You go into the Magic Kingdom. He's right there to the right end of in the Main Street Theater. Um, everybody, everybody wants to have that interaction. They want that autograph. They want that photo. They want, and now they're going to be able to get that hug. And that's uh, that's I think is that's uh, that's that's the that's what you do at Disney. It's what you go there for. And just seeing the kids doing that, having those interactions, is so cool. I love that. Well, so let me ask you this, Tim. I mean, you can meet Mickey in a few different places in different mm-hmm. costume and in different sort of atmospheres. Do you have a favorite? Uh, you're right, um, because I've met him in Animal Kingdom and in, in his jungle garb. Um, ooh, where else have I seen him? Uh, but I, my favorite is still, you know, in the... Uh, the Main Street Theater in the Magic Kingdom. I think that's that's where you're going to get the best opportunities for interaction with Mickey. So that would. Yeah, be I think choice. you're probably right. Um, all right. So so what for Tim, number two is the Main Mouse in the the theater in Main Square. Oh, that's my number three. In the theater on Main Street. Uh, so um, let's see. Oh, I'm sorry. That was three. Right. I'm sorry. That was your number three. Um, and uh, Willie, what do you think? What's number three for you? 
This is a weird one, and it's a hard one to call because it's face but not face. It's the Green Army Men in Toy Story Land. Oh no, they're yes. char- they're costume characters, and I they're think costume they're- characters, right? Yep, they were on my list too. They're so spot on all the time. They make Toy Story Land. They used to make just Toy Story Mania, like that. That was one of the coolest and funnest things to watch funnest is a terrible word it's not a real word <laughs> most fun <laughs> most fun but it, it was just i mean you would see them come and it was just they 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 played along while you were waiting in line so many times and it was like one of those things where you're like i want to be one of those <laughs> <laughs> not that i wanted to do half the work they did but well, actually, that was exactly what I was going to get to is that the, the energy from the Green Army Man, especially, is so awesome. And and they're one of the exceptions, right? Because they do speak, but they speak in such a way that, that you know, it, it works because they don't necessarily have to have exactly, you know, a particular voice tone. They can. Well, you know, and do they really speak or is there a speaker speaking for them? No, no, no. They really speak. Okay. Which we know because I mean we've we've had close encounters with them where you okay. they're responding to very specific things right in front of them. Which is uh, fine. I, I just didn't. You know, you right, never right. know. Like, where there's ten of them there and one speaks for ten. Right. Right. No, I mean, I, I think they clearly they must have within themselves. You know, they know who who the, who what yeah, the who's are. the leader and right. They have jobs. Um. But yeah, they. I, I would agree. Um, so adaptable, so interactive and spot on. Um, that's spot a great on. That's a great line for them. They're like right there. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. Number three for me, I, I almost, you know, feel a little bad for it, but I don't. Uh, I'm going to go back to Star Wars again. Um, and and I got to call out Chewbacca. Um, Chewie is such a fantastic meet and greet. Again, you know, wonderful encounters without speaking English and so communicative, um, you know, s- lots of really great subtle stuff. You know, when, when, um, when I walked in wearing a, a Darth Vader t-shirt, he, you know, turned his back to me and he talked to the rest of family and didn't want to talk to me because I was wearing the Vader shirt. Um, and, you know, conveys so much just with body language and um you know the occasional roar <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay you, st- you you stole mine so i'm just going to agree with you from that's my number four is chewy and the interaction that we had with chewy was actually on a disney cruise on a star wars day and um my wife rolled in uh, wearing a darth vader dress and he kind of had the same initial reaction but then she reassured him, I'm, I'm a rebel spy. I'm just a rebel spy. You're really my favorite. And he just he just interacted with her just for probably five minutes, probably way too much time spent with us. Then, you know, right, right. <laughs> because there's a line of people. Come on, man. Right. But yeah, but uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun, too. That's great. Um, how about you, Willie? What's number four for you? I'm going to go with one that is probably another wild card, but. I love divine. Interesting. I think that counts. Because she does not speak. Nope. 
And most people don't even know where Sheer is. Right, where they are. They are. I mean, like it's it's a it's a hit or miss. And when you find Divine, it's a cool experience. Like I've had many good interactions with Divine. And it's just I mean, it goes from seven feet to fifteen feet and just stands up and oh my god. Well, and, and what I love about it is it would be very easy for somebody playing divine to, you know, stay hidden until they're noticed and then to kind of pick up the pace, right? To to kind of accelerate things to get the interaction. Like run around. Right, to get it uh-huh. moving. And the patience that they display to to maintain their illusion and to keep the you know the the i mean slower like it's difficult for me to watch them move that slowly well that's the thing it's literally like it's slower than slow motion yeah yeah because it, it, like they come out and then they stand there and most people don't see divine and then when people start to notice they back up a little bit and if there's no rush it becomes a what's going on over here or what's going on over there right right i have some great shots with divine that i like yes no it's so much fun and and i like that one so much too because it's not from a movie it's not from a tv show it's a totally unique you know, park specific thing that you can only find in animal, a- animal kingdom. kingdom. Right. Right. Yeah. That's a great example. Um, well, so I've got to choose a number four and my number four, hmm, this is kind of a tough call. Um, I- I'm, I'm going to, going to push a little bit. This is, this is one of those, you know, somewhat more rare characters. Um, but She's so great as part of the, the, you know, villains stuff during uh, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party um, and presumably boo bash as well. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, the wicked queen or I'm sorry, not the wicked queen, uh, the queen of hearts, queen of hearts. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Okay. Right. I mean, the fact that that queen of hearts in, in that oversized costume can dance like that is so impressive you got the moves um and she's just so much fun no sorry (laughs) we need to break the ice yeah well i mean oh what well the, the thing is like those shows are so special yeah that we don't what i mean like I I don't even you don't get to see her that often, but right. when you see her, it's no, really really, really impressive. Yes. Well, and and the, I think one of the reasons I mentioned her as opposed to some of the other characters that are costume characters that you only see at the party is her being part of that villains mix and mingle kind of scene is is kind of a nice bonus, right? Because it's an opportunity to see her. A lot of those characters, and I'll, I'll pull out one in particular, or one pair in particular, Jack and Sally are fantastic Jack, characters. Right. But 
they're always kind of in that spot over by Haunted Mansion. They're on the ground, and you just don't see them. Like unless, well, because unless you're willing to wait in the line seven hours later, right? Like, you're not going to see him. Whereas, you know, Queen of Hearts, she's up on the stage as part of that show, and so you're you're going to get a chance to see her. Well, how about you? Uh, let's see, who are we at? Tim, you Tim. do we have a number four from you? Oh, I already gave you my number four. That was Chewbacca. Okay, do we have I'll a number four number from everybody five. now? I think we do. Willie, Willie, did you have your fourth? I did my fourth. Okay. All right. So we're up to number five. Um, I guess I'll lead off the number fives. Um, And, you know, costumed characters, number five. So the last, going to be the last one on on my list, huh? Um, Oh, man. I'm struggling with this one a little more than I thought I would. If somebody else wants to go, you can. Because I'm, I'm ready. Go, okay, go ahead, Willie. I'm having a hard time. I'm going to go with the uh, headless horseman at the Halloween party. Oh, good. Yeah. That's an interesting choice. I wouldn't have thought I of him as a character, but but go ahead. That's a total character, and, and he is. You don't really get an opportunity ever to meet him, but right. You don't get to meet him, but you get to take pictures. You get That's to true. see, and. If you're not at that party, you don't get to see him. Well, that's true. And frankly, Unless, if you're at that party on a day when it rains, you may not get to see him either. Right, exactly. Yeah, or or there was one so you slipped and slipped and fell, or the horse did, you know, because it was raining. Yeah. Right. That, that happened. So I've heard that the headless horseman's also at the campground once in a while. Interesting. Oh, that, that would make be sense. scary to me. Correct. I think it'd be scary. <laughs> it, just, it would be really <laughs> scary. You step out of your your RV or cabin or whatever. Or your and cabin. Like, and, uh-huh. like, ah! Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my, oh, oh boy. Yeah, that. But I mean, like, that's a really, really cool, like, it's a display that the party has that most, most things don't have. Well, I true. mean, don't get me wrong. Santa Claus is really fun at the Halloween, the Christmas party, but. Now Santa Claus at Halloween would be fun. <laughs> it would be even better. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, so, Tim, do you have a number five? I do. And my number five, like I said, it's a little uh, hard to choose because there are so many really cool interactions and meet and greets that you can do. My number five is Rafiki. Normally, you find Rafiki as you enter Adventureland. And I've not seen him very often, but I do have uh, one, I think, one picture that I did take with him. He's um, also now commonly at the entrance of Animal Kingdom. He oh, actually has cool. been meeting people outside animal kingdom as you approach very cool yeah he's he's another really fun interaction for somebody that that can't talk you know he's he's just so much fun to to be with yeah rafiki is a great call um and and you know was one i was actually leaning towards but because you stole him i am going to (laughs) go finally with uh with with uh Donald Duck at Tusker House. D- Donald Duck at Tusker House when he's in the, the safari garb. Um, yep. okay. I, I just feel like that's a more laid back opportunity to, to meet him. And it's less um, like, I feel like sometimes maybe this sounds contradictory based on the other things I've been saying so far, but sometimes Donald is a little over the top when it's just the one-on-one Mm-hmm. meet and greet, you know, just with him when you line up to see him. Whereas when he's at Tusker house, he's kind of constrained by the fact that there are other characters around too. And so 
I think it works better. Well, I think when you think about this one, Donald is outside and the other characters are inside. The the one other area I thought Donald's really cool is over in Mexico. Yes, that's another good because place. Yeah. It's his Agreed. it's like his meet and greet only, and there's no one else there. Whereas yeah. when yes, Donald true. when Donald's in the Magic Kingdom, Donald's trying to get the attention. I was gonna of, say you're right, he's fighting for attention. Correct. Yeah. And which is fun because that means the character's doing their job. Because that's sure. what Donald does. Yep. Yes, that's true. Um, and do we have any costume characters that we want to kind of refer to here in the, in the honorable mention section? I mean, I'll mention, uh, you know, Beast and Be Our Guest. Um, that's a very good. Yep. You know, just because it's a fantastic costume and I feel like it's terribly underused. Um, but well, on the most hand, people don't know where it is because well, and, and you, you only don't see go it to if you have that dinner reservation. Now, the flip side to that is I, I have a feeling part of it is just that that, that costume itself is one that you know you really couldn't have it you know outdoors you'd have to change out beasts every 30 seconds right right it's yeah hot you know or or install its own hvac system (laughs) i would say i would say one of the cool outfits that i've seen at the parties is the seven dwarfs i've only seen them it's really fun and when I was a kid, I saw the three little pigs. And that was really cool. But I don't think we see the three little pigs anymore at all. Yeah, they, they come out with, you know, usually at the Halloween party, they'll, they'll be out because they're okay. usually part of the parade, at least. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, I always have the, like, you know, the heartstrings for the country bear jamboree with big al and <laughs> all those guys but it's okay just go to your local um pizza shop that shall not be mentioned <laughs> <laughs> monday night football <laughs> yeah um and uh uh you know, there there are a few other characters like that. Um, the grave diggers from uh, yes, uh, yes, uh-huh. the haunted mansion are part of that parade, and they're just fantastic. But you only ever see them as part of that parade, right? Right. I mean, those are specialties. That um, I'm trying to think of other ones that Hollywood Studios. Uh, I'm thinking about. Um, uh, at at Animal Kingdom, uh, the the kid from Up, Doug. Doug is the dog, right? Oh, you mean Kevin? Kevin, yeah, Kevin, Kevin, I don't think yes. counts because Kevin's a puppet. Puppet, yeah. Puppet, yes. Oh, you Kevin is a puppet. We, He's a big puppet. He's not a costume. Oh, okay. You know who we haven't mentioned that uh, has been gone for a little while now is Push, the trash can. Right. The trash can, yeah. I love yeah. that. That was a fun interaction. Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, and and you know, there are a few others that are um what's the way to put it? I mean, they're they're sort of fixtures, right? They're they're part of the experience, and I think we kind of forget them. I mean, Pinocchio, who we don't see very often anymore, but right. has yeah, a history of having some really great interactions with kids. Um 
Buzz Lightyear over in Tomorrowland. Yeah. Uh, well, or yep. uh, and and also, you know, Buzz and Woody together. Over Wooden, in yeah, Toy Story uh-huh. Land. Yep, in Toy mm-hmm. Story Land. Yep, and Jesse, Jesse, yeah. And then the Incredibles when they do that incredible dance. Oh yeah, yeah. On the stage. Well, and if we're talking about face characters, I mean, I hope they bring them back on a more regular basis. But you know, we had that fantastic uh, Star Lord and Gamora as part of the the dance party that they did in Epcot with Guardians of the Galaxy. I uh, have to think with Cosmic Rewind, they will bring them back. I hope. They well, do. I, I kind of wonder about that because they're in the attraction, so right? Yeah. I don't know if you want to, you know, you can have two. You can have two for one with them right outside the attraction because. When they're supposed to be in there. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's the whole two places at once thing. Yeah, gotcha. But so I don't know. Who wouldn't we'll want to have who wouldn't want to have a little more personal time with Gamora? Come on, really. Seriously. Yeah. Or Star Lord or whoever. Well, now now we have like so many characters we want to talk about. So yeah. Well, so you've heard about the characters that we love and that we think are great opportunities to meet and greet. We'd love to hear from you. Everybody's got great character stories. We'd love to hear yours. Um, gosh, we could probably make a whole a whole show out of you know people sharing their character stories. But in any case, uh, if you want to let us know about them, you can email us at podcast at bizdads.com. Um, you can even email us a, an audio file if you want to just record yourself telling the story. Um, we'd love that. But uh, if you want to reach out to one of us individually instead, you can get a hold of Willie at Willie at wickedmousetravel.com You can get Tim at Tim.hicks at fantasticmemoriestravel.com And you can get me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N at mousemastertravel.com You know, if you've enjoyed the show, if you're liking what we're doing, it would be great if you would head over and leave us a rating uh, or review the show, especially at Apple Podcasts. Uh, it makes it easier for other folks to, to find the show. And we'd love to have you stop by uh, our, our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Podcast. Um, give us a, a shout out there. Tell us what you'd like to hear more of. Tell us what you'd like to hear less of. <laughs> you know, we're what... You all are what makes the show worth doing. So um, we're always open to your feedback. Um, until next time, I've been your host, Aaron Ripmaster, with my outstanding co-hosts, Willie Crocker. Have a wicked wild night. And Tim Hicks. We'll see you real soon.